Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Faithpreneurs, welcome to day number 351 of the Faith Led Business Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about hope in a time of hopelessness. Many of us go through periods of feeling hopeless, and today we are going to get ourselves out of that mindset, out of that heart set out of that way of being that is stopping us from seeing all the good and all the hope that there is to have and attain because of our faith, because of our belief, because of what's available to us, being children, daughters and sons of God, because we have been called into his royal priesthood to lead others. And if we are to lead others, we need to have hope. How can we give others what we do not have? So today we're going to quickly just take a look at this topic, address any areas of our lives where maybe we aren't quite feeling what we should be feeling. And we are going to just place those burdens at his feet today. I just feel like lots of us, we want to have this big smile on our face. We want to have all that's available to us, like I was just talking about. But sometimes it's just draining. It's exhausting. You haven't slept. It's tired, tiring. I mean, last night, um, you guys know that most nights I will post a prayer for entrepreneurs on the Faith Led Business page. And last night it came to me for all of those dealing with issues with their cycle. Because honestly, you know, it puts you in a bad mood. You have cramps. You're just like not in the right place. And yet you still want to serve. You still want to be that, be all that you can be, right? <laughs> yet you're feeling super crummy. And so sometimes we just need to address the basics. We know and we understand that Jesus is our solution. We know and we understand that we have a calling and we have an assignment. And yet there are moments where hopelessness sets in. And so today we just need to keep like dragging ourselves. Even if it's like just, can you imagine someone just like dragging themselves to the finish line? Well, sometimes that's us. And sometimes we just need to drag ourselves over back to the truth to understand that there will be days that are difficult. And even so, God's got us. So today's example is the perfect example of that phrase, God's got you. So we're going to look at Matthew 14, 29, 31. And it says, Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and he began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, 
Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. The storm raged and the waves crashed around Peter as he stepped out of the water and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, help me, save me. Immediately, not later, but immediately, Jesus caught him. So when the storms of life rage and the waves of hopelessness crash around you, may you, like Peter, cry out to Jesus and stretch out your hand. He will extend his hand to you and say, Carol, Miss Nadia, Rebecca, Lindsay, I've got you. I've got you. I know where you are. I know what you're feeling. I'm going to add myself in there too. Monica, I've got you. I woke up to the craziest news. I haven't even told my, I just finished sending a message out to my members. You guys know I have a membership group and I have been looking to transfer over the platform from one to the other. I have no idea what happened last night, but I literally canceled somehow or the system canceled everybody's account <laughs> in my membership everybody's gone <laughs> and so this would be one moment this morning when i saw an email from someone saying i got an email saying my account was canceled that would be one moment where I was thinking I was walking fine on the water to Jesus and all of a sudden I start to sink because I'm like, now what do I do? Now what happens? Jesus, I need your help. What is going on? And then I had to remember this. I had to force myself because I was tired. I've been working on this Masterclass for today, we're going to do the Real Easy Reels Masterclass for those who want to master reels and take advantage of the algorithm. So I've been working late, getting all those tutorials up, doing all these things. And so, you know, when you're tired, you are just, it's easy to get into a place of hopelessness. It's easy to not see the bright picture. It's easy to see things differently. But God has this uncanny ability to when you see the bigger picture, when you do decide to choose him first, to see him first above all things, to know that all things are happening for our good, there is just no allowing. You create boundaries around the things and the circumstances that happen to you and instead of getting closed off, in my example that just happened a few hours ago of, oh, shoot, what do I do now? Basically, all their subscriptions, all of their recurring payments, everything is gone. Uh, what do you do? My friends, I'm here to tell you, you trust and you know that you cannot fail. When you are with him, when you are walking in his assignment, no matter what goes on, you cannot fail. You cannot. 
There is no room for hopelessness. He is the hope of glory. Do, do we comprehend that? This thing, this fluke that happened with the payments and all this stuff, this is nothing compared to what we have access to when we are with him. It's nothing, literally nothing. And I'm going to keep telling myself that over and over and over again. Monica, this is nothing compared to what he has for you because you have been obedient. You have still a lot to learn, but you're doing your best to walk the talk. And I am not going to let a circumstance that could put a lot of people in a state of panic. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to feel anything other than gratitude that I'm alive, to feel anything other than hope and knowing that maybe things need to be revamped. Maybe things need to be changed up a bit. Maybe I need to just do things differently. Maybe this was an open door to create something even better for the people that I love and serve who've been with me for the longest time. And so, and the new people that are coming in, maybe this is a way to get new, I don't know. I honestly, sometimes you don't have the answers <laughs> yet. And I love this example, maybe, okay. Maybe this just happened so that I could give you a real life example of what it looks like to have hope when you should feel anything but hopeful. Thanks, Lord. <laughs> Maybe that was it. You just never know how God's going to work. So I'm going to trust that this is happening for a reason and not to harp on this, but now I, it's like starting to come to light. Now I'm like, hmm, maybe there is a bigger plan here. Maybe someone else is facing or is about to face something as drastic as that or even more. And they can see that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. That you can still smile. That you can still hold on to him. Storms will arise and you'll feel as if you're sinking when you do. Look to the only life preserver available to you. He can save you and calm the storm. Choose to believe in God's presence, power, and promise despite your circumstances. And you will find yourself marveling like the disciples did. Those who were in the boat worshipped him saying, Truly, you are the son of God. Today, I want to place this on your heart. To give yourself the opportunity to say, truly, you are the son of God. There is no other way that this could happen. There is no other way that someone could have made this up put these circumstances together, and then created an outcome like this. There is no other way. Truly, truly, you are the son of God. And there is no place I would rather be. 
then in your will, and then in obedience to you, which means at a moment's notice, if he says, go here and do this, you are willing to do it. You have no emotion attached to it other than excitement that God is willing to use you and to use you as a testimony to others to what can actually happen when you decide to follow his will. And so hope is not lost. I don't care if you are suffering emotionally, in your mindset, in your health, whatever it is, he's saying the moment that you cry out, the moment that you recognize who I am, guess what? I've got you. I've got you. And I hold you close. And I show you the love you are capable of receiving and feeling from someone who is not going to be a backstabber, from someone who is not going to gossip about you, from someone who is not going to betray your trust. His promises are good. There is no one else I know whose promises are good. There is no one else I know who is in integrity like our father is. Jesus could have said, no, that cross doesn't look very fun. I'm just going to, I'll sit this one out. We'll, we'll find another way to make this happen. Yet he knew, he knew the father's plan was bigger and better. I want you to hold on to the fact that his plan for you, that his plan for your life, if you are alive here today as a faithpreneur, his plan for your business is actually bigger than you think it is. His plan for your personal life is bigger than you think it is. Because you know what? You can't have, honestly, a thriving business and a sucky household. <laughs> that's the best, that's the most eloquent way that I could put it at this point. You can't have that and be in his will. You know what I mean? Because what ends up happening, and I'll tell you from personal experience as well, is that you make your work your escape. You make your work your escape from being at home. That's what happened to me a long, long time ago. When I became a workaholic, my work was my therapy from what was going on at home, the things that I didn't want to address, the things I didn't want to talk about, the things that would happen and I would just smile and nobody knew better. They thought everything was perfect. But that's not God's plan. He doesn't want just a third of what you've got going on to prosper. He wants to prosper all of you. He wants you to be completely whole. He wants your relationships 
to be good and pure and whole, just as the way that he treats us in our relationship with him. He wants forgiveness and mercy and compassion to be part of those interpersonal relationships. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if your business is succeeding, if your home life isn't. He knows that you can have it all. You can. And what it takes is being willing to reach out and to let him catch you. He will find a way. There are some things that evidently need to be cut off, pruned. But there are other things that just need a little bit of watering and it will grow back. My husband, Jared, when he went through those two years, he had been sober when I met him way back when, like 13 years ago, 13, 14 years ago. He had been sober for a while and he had been sober for, oh gosh, like more than 10 years or nine years into our marriage when we were in California. When we came to North Carolina, all of a sudden he thought he was mature enough to just have a few drinks here and there with his friends, you know, with the neighbors if they would come or whatever, you know, a few beers here and there. Then he came to realize that he just, he didn't have that willpower, what it took. And me being super naive because I had never been around someone who drank, I didn't even realize he has such a high tolerance in his body that I couldn't even tell that it was happening. Until I finally, it got to the point where it was obvious. And decisions needed to be made. He needed to decide what he wanted to do if he wanted to make a change. And at the beginning, I don't know why I'm sharing this with you, but I guess I need to. Um, at the beginning, I was really frustrated. We're not the kind of couple that will yell at each other or have fights. We have so many kids. We don't have time to bicker with each other. <laughs> it's always us against them most of the time. If you don't know, I have eight kids and two sets of twins. It's, it's all, there's always something happening. And, um, and so there was one time I remember that I actually kind of laid into him and I just got, I was so upset. How could you let this happen? And then that didn't work. He kind of dug his heels in a little bit more. And then finally, one day when he snuck into the garage, I followed him over there and he turned around when I opened up the door and I said, how can I help you? How can I help you? And he told me later that that was the defining moment. That was the moment where he said, I need to change. What am I doing? What am I throwing away here? And he stopped cold turkey. Not many people can do that, but God made it so that he could. And he hasn't had that since then. 
One beautiful thing that I'll also share, and I'm telling you, I have no idea why I'm sharing this today, um, was that in order for changes to be made, he made sure that he had accountability. So the first thing that he did was he got my older kids on the phone, the ones who don't live here anymore, and then he talked to the ones who still are here, and he told them what was happening. And he said, I need you to know so that you can hold me accountable. And then he took our younger four kids who at the time were like eight, like almost nine and uh, like four, five, five, between four and five. And he t he talked to them and he said, guys, daddy has a problem. I need you to make sure if you see me acting weird or if you see me grabbing any type of liquor, you need to hold me accountable. And he had them on our calendar put this red line, this red X every single day that he didn't have a drink. And he did it. And it wasn't only for him, but the kids had this amazing opportunity to see commitment in action, to see that there was hope in what would have been a hopeless circumstance, a hopeless situation. And so when we are walking with God, when we are walking with God, he opens the doors for things to change. He really does. He opens the door for things to change. I want you to accept that. I want you to believe that. I want you to know that deep in your heart. I know lots of you have difficult situations at home. And you may be looking to your business as this like, okay, let me at least have something work. Let me at least have something that will, that will, Give me some type of kind of satisfaction, approval. I don't know what it is. But sometimes we use our businesses as a crutch. When God wants to, us to use it as a testimony, he wants us to use it for good. Not to hide, but for good. This is way off of what I was thinking I was going to talk about. But I have a feeling that those who are listening today may be using their businesses as a hiding place. And I want you to know that God sees all the parts of your life. And he wants to redeem and restore all the parts of your life. Because your business is not for you. If it were for you, then it would be a hobby because ho a hobby is something that we like to do for ourselves. What people will ask you, what do you like to do? Oh, I like to read. I like to walk. I like to do this. I like to do that. But a business is a service. Is a service. And so when we are coming to our businesses, we are ready to serve. And when we serve, that is where we feel complete because we know we are in alignment with God's heart for his people 
and we are being used to further the kingdom through our service of others. But he doesn't want you to serve if the other parts of your life are being completely ignored. It's not more important to build your business than to spend time, and I'm telling you, this is for me as well, than to spend time building up what he's given you already. That could be in your personal life with yourself, your health, your mindset, your ability to rest, whatever it may, may be, or it could also be in your interpersonal relationships with your family. He's, he's getting us hard today. My goodness, Lord, he's getting us hard today because these are things that most people won't talk about. They won't. And I'm sure he had this planned, yet I didn't know for a reason. I would have probably doctored up the story. I would have probably changed things up a little bit if it were up to me to prepare it for you. But his timing is perfect and he knows exactly what we need and who needs it. And so I am just excited that he would reveal this to us. Do a little check in. Hey, I know you've got these big goals for 2021 for your business. What are your goals to make your the rest of the pie come together? What are your goals? Are you putting any extra time? Sometimes we do a lot of uh, thinking around, hey, let's, let's build this up. Let's, let's get the plan together. Let's get the strategy together. Let's do this. And we spend a lot of time and a lot of education time around webinars and courses and coaching and all of these things around our business. Yeah, we spend zero time on the other. And he's saying, that's not where I want you. I don't want you to sink. I don't want you to sink like Peter was. Oh, I'll catch you. But I would rather you were able to just walk over to me and not have to sink. And I believe truly that that's what he's equipping us for. That's what he's equipping us for in this new year, to be able to walk without sinking and it will take having a few different ducks in a row to make that happen and so for that we're thankful because he just he brings it to light he brings where the deficiencies are and he's here look trust me i'm here to make it new but you don't know what you need to make new until you understand what's frail and broken and so sometimes, even though it's painful, we need to go there. We need to acknowledge that. We need to be okay with it. And we need to spend some time there. So we are going to trust him to bring healing, transformation, freedom, hope. Even when your problem seems as big as a raging sea. Trust him knowing he will always catch you. Trustworthy Lord, even though I cannot see you, I choose to place my hope and faith in you. You know that I know you have a way beyond what I can see. 
So let's go ahead and let's pray this day in. I feel like there's going to be a lot of redirecting in this week of what needs to happen and that he's going to help us through it, that we're not going to be alone in it and it's going to be okay. And we will be helping each other with it. And it's never a mistake and it will all be fine. That's the beauty of having hope in him. We always know that it will be fine. You can never lose, my friend. You will never lose when you are with him. So let's go ahead. Let's pray this day. And Father, we are just so grateful and thankful that you would just see us where we are, tired, exhausted, hopeless, stressed, overwhelmed, confused, with lack of clarity, annoyed. I mean, the list goes on and on. But we choose to trade in that list and replace it with one word, Jesus. Jesus, you know our hearts. You know our desires. You know our needs. And you especially know when to catch us. So today we are placing all of those feelings, those emotions, those words that lead us to hopelessness and we replace it with your truth. The truth of your love for us. The truth of your promises that never return void. The truth of your redemption and transformation inside of those who would be willing to lay it all down to follow you. Take us today, Lord, in your arms. If we are feeling or getting that little nagging whisper in our ear that what you have taught us today is true, that maybe we are using our business as a crutch. Maybe we are using our business to hide out. We ask that you would reveal clearly to us that that's the case and show us that there are other options and other ways to serve you and to do it with the right intentions. Other ways to heal in our relationships, in our minds, and in our bodies. We thank you, Lord, because you never leave a stone unturned. You expose the enemy at every turn. And that gives us the opportunity to attach ourselves to freedom instead of bondage. And so we are thankful, Lord, because you have set us free. You are calling us to fly freely into our gifts and into the service that you want us to provide through our faith-led businesses. We are here for it all, Lord. We thank you for showing up today and telling us what maybe we don't want to hear, but we need to hear. And you do it because you are a loving father. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, guys. Whew. Well, 
<laughs> Another day done. He is good. He's always good. He always gives us what we need. So later on today, those of you who are members of the Visibility Vault, you get this for free. But we're going to be doing a master class of uh, how to use Instagram Reels and how to use it to uh, take advantage of the algorithm push and all those fun things. If you are not a member of the vault, um, you can also participate in this master class. I'm going to be doing it on Zoom. It's $17. I spent last night making a bunch of tutorials because I want to teach you how to create content on there without having to even be in the app. You just get to upload it and press publish. So um, I think you're really gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna have a time for Q&A and you will get lifetime access to all of the replays. So if that's something you're interested in doing, there's still a little bit of time. It's gonna be at 3 p.m. Eastern. If you can't be there live, you will have access to a hub that I created with all of the trainings, all the videos, and I will be uploading the replay to it there as well. So just go ahead and say me in the comments if you want me to shoot you the link, I'm happy to do so. Um, if, you, if you don't want to deal with that right now, no worries either. Uh, but the BBBs, my business boss besties, will be getting that. They're gonna be getting a monthly um, masterclass, which is really fun, and this time I decided to open it up to the public as well. So. I hope you guys have a fabulous day. We are trusting that God knows what he's doing. And um, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what's next in our lives now that he has brought some things to light. So have a fantastic day, guys. Love you all. And I'll be talking to you tomorrow morning. Take care, everybody. Bye.